Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Well, hello, caviar dreamers. Hello, caviar dreamers. Things might look a little bit different this week because we are coming to you from the Marge's bed. We're coming to you from my bed because I had a little surgery and everybody wanted to know what it was. When I did my Instagram post, I'm not doing anything to my face, though I've had a facelift before. I actually had a boob lift, a tiny, it's a tiny bit of a reduction and a lift because my boobs look like I've nursed my entire town of Englewood. <laughs> So we have to do our podcast from my room. So I thought this week's podcast should be about people's glow up, what they do to make themselves feel better. Because I don't think everybody's really honest about what they do. Everybody just is like, oh, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. Guess what, people? Everybody's done a little something. Everybody's done a little something. Listen, I'm very honest. I fixed my nose. I look like absolute shit after I had a baby. So at this point, it would actually be easy for me to have a lobotomy and just buy someone else's body and transfer my brain, then do all the surgery it's going to take to repair the cellulite, the flabby stomach, the giant huge boobs that look like they're still nursing the entire (laughs) continent of Africa. So, but I do wish people would be honest. Like, there's no shame in the game of fixing yourself up. There is no shame in the game. Listen, a lot of people have time to work out all the time. We run a business. I wish I, I have to make more time for myself to work out. It's super important. I don't have very great discipline in the exercise department. We all know I love to eat. Everybody loves to point out on the show. The Marge is always taking a hamburger to go, eating. I enjoy passionate things. Food happens mm-hmm. to be one of them. I mean, food, sex, indulgent behavior. I, I just love it all. I mean, nothing could beat a good meal for me. But what's funny is you like indulgent behavior, 
but not indulgent misbehavior. Like, you're no. not a drinker. No, I drink zero alcohol. Once in a while when I was in Italy, I'd have a little Aperol spritz tasted, but I do not like alcohol because I'd rather waste my calories on food. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, listen, I do like a drink too. Maybe I'm just an indulgent lush and people, I like all the bad people, behavior. People love to drink. So, I mean, a lot of my friends give up drinking, they drop a ton of pounds. I, I can't give up drinking because I don't drink. You don't drink. So, I'm not going to drop any weight by drinking. But... You know, a lot of people like me on the show, they'll say, we like you, you're like a regular girl, don't change your face, don't cave to peer pressure. I just want everyone to know, I was a vain bitch before I got on the show. (laughs) I can attest to that. Yes. I always wanted to look good, but I never wanted to look fake. So I just want everyone to know, um, when I was 44 years old, Mm -hmm. before I got on the show, was I 42 or 44? Uh, When I did it. 44, I think. Yes, when I was 44... I had an eye lift and a brow lift because when I went to the plastic surgeon in the city, I'm going to name him Thomas Romo. He was a great surgeon, uh, head of um, plastic surgery at Lenox Hill. Mm -hmm. He said to me, I go, I just need my eyes done. My lids are heavy. He goes, listen, Margaret, I'll tell you what you need. He goes, you raise the curtain rod before you hem the curtains. That's one of my favorite lines of all time. I'll never forget that. Exactly. And I raised the, and that meant I needed a brow lift. At that time, they totally knocked you out. I was at Lenox Hill. I was oh under God, general was anesthesia. So I paid an absolute fortune. I was so sick. I had I looked like Bride of Chucky. I had <laughs> I had a little drain going under my forehead. I looked absolutely insane. But I wanted to look more youthful. Got it done. I was never about Botox and fillers. To this day, I'm not about Botox and fillers. It can help someone younger, but after a while, if you keep layering on the fillers, the fillers, you start looking like a cabbage patch. No, it's pretty scary. And also, I feel like fillers and Botox, listen, I like Botox for sure, but they haven't been around that long to know what like the real lasting effects of them are. Like how old could the oldest person be that first had Botox? Well, Botox was around um, for medicinal reasons. Yes, they use it for migraines. For migraines and... Sweating. And also for some type of seizure disorder. They've used it for a lot of different things, for swallowing disorders. But, and then it was approved for cosmetics. So Botox has been around longer, but the fillers, you're putting, I'm sorry, you start to look like a cabbage patch. And that's when people say it looks like you've had a lot of work mm-hmm. done. So I thought it was more important as I got older. Of course, I was on the show and... I, didn't, I wasn't giving to peer pressure. I've had a facelift anyway, but I wanted to do my face. My skin started hanging. I'm not like some of the Italian girls on my show who have beautiful olive oil skin. My skin's a little bit thinner, though the quality of it's good. You have great uh, my, skin. You know, I don't have makeup on right now for no, those who are watching on the YouTube, but not the ones yes. who are listening. But In my solidarity, I also have no makeup on, so yes. I want to apologize yes. to those who are watching because it's probably actually quite frightening for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I have corned beef English skin. No, no, corned beef. No, you don't have oh, corned beef God, English skin. skin. But I said, I'm going to do a mini facelift. I did a mini facelift. It wasn't enough. The doctor was a good doctor, but it was not enough. So, of course, I went to Dr. Carolac. Dolores recommended him. I always let Dolores be the guinea pig because she does the best research and she is absolutely stunning. She does know a lot Dolores about Dolores knows doctors. all the doctors. And she went to Dr. Carolac. And when he saw me, he's like, Marge, you got to, they didn't do a good job on your neck and you got to, so he fit, he did my face. I look like I did when I was younger. I don't look pulled and I don't look stuffed. It's not like my cheeks are puffed up. I did not do anything to my lips, contrary to popular belief. No. Uh, I do not like that look. I made Marge Senior get a facelift. We're not about aging gracefully, like all wrinkled and 
and uh, screwed up like that. But I am about aging. I want to get older. I don't want to look like a child. I just want to look good for my age. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm about aging completely disgracefully. The worst behavior possible with everything I could do to look better. Yes, but we don't want to look like freaks. No, I mean, listen, I look like a freak now. How much worse could I look? No, and I'm all about, and I just want to talk about, a lot of people have had a glow up. All right. On Bravo, I mean, on Bravo especially is endless. endless. If you look at Housewives that first started, Teresa, she's had a glow up. Teresa looks fabulous. The the woman has aged and she looks so young and beautiful. Her body is sick. She's aged backwards. Literally backwards. Melissa, unbelievable glow up. Unbelievable glow up. And not that everybody wasn't pretty to start out with. It's just when you're in the public eye, you see yourself on a big screen and you're like, oh my God, I could fix this. I could fix this. This needs to change. There is, there is some sort of societal pressure that you want to look better. I could talk about other people. Je- Jennifer Lopez. I mean, the girl yeah. used to have a unibrow. I don't give a shit when anybody says When she was a fly girl, she was still a beautiful girl. But Jennifer Lopez has had an unbelievable glow up. Massive. What about Dorit from Beverly Hills? Dorit, totally different. Total Transformation. Glow. And I'm all here for it. I'm, I'm ne- here for it too. I'm never going to bash the glow up because you've got to make yourself The only thing is, Dorit good. doesn't totally um, acknowledge it. She doesn't say that she's. Yeah, I it. actually don't like when people don't acknowledge the glow up because that, then that. Me, makes people feel that there is shame in the glow up, which yes. that isn't. And, and everybody says, it's just like, what do they do? And it's not attainable. I mean, obviously it is attainable to, to change yourself. Everybody has hair extensions. Someone's like, why is everybody's hair so good? I don't give two shits what you say. Most people don't have that full and fluffy hair that you see on TV. No. Everybody has some kind of hair extension. The Marge is a little bit too lazy to keep a hair extension in, so I just wear like half... Um, weaves and things like yeah. that because I like to change my hair too much. It's too much of a commitment for me and I really don't want hair down to my vagina. And I think it was fun that Julia also said last week in last week's episode that, was it 75% or 80% of his clients have had extensions? Yes, my dog is barking. Bella, Sorry, people. Here, Bella, come here. I came and drag her. I don't know what she hears. I mean, even Bella, my dog, has had a glow up. She, yeah. it, when I got her, she was mangy and, and scruffy and straggly, and straggly teeth. teeth. And she goes to the groomer nonstop. And she had the straggly teeth pulled. Yes, and I had to have her teeth done. Now, so, how do you feel after the surgery? Because I think people, we should be very clear. Marge's surgery was at this very time yesterday, less than 24 hours ago. Yes. So how do you feel? I actually feel good. I'm a little sore. I went to this wonderful doctor, Dr. Joseph Michaels. Yes. Uh, he's in Bethesda, Maryland. And again, I let Dolores do. The, <laughs> Dolores was my guinea pig. Dolores had a tummy tuck mm-hmm. that looks unbelievable. I've seen the pictures and let me tell you, she looks like a Playboy bunny. A Playboy bunny. Very Her jealous. belly button. The way you could tell a good tummy tuck is with the belly button. I'm just giving everyone a lesson. The belly button is key in a tummy tuck. You know if the doctor's good, if the belly button looks unbelievably mm-hmm. amazing. And Dolores's belly button looks Fabulous. It does. Looks so good. She was out there on 4th of July wearing a little uh, belly shit with her belly out. Yes, they were were all at Melissa's party. I didn't go because I had a COVID test. Yeah. I cannot put myself in jeopardy uh, to get sick because I was having surgery and I didn't want to infect anybody on the front lines and I don't want to get sick. So I stayed home with my family. But with that being said, Dolores researched this doctor. She went... She did this tummy tuck. She looked she looked like a superstar. And I was like, this is the guy who has to lift my boobs. Because I wanted a boob lift 
for years. I'm telling you 15 years. And I haven't done it because Come Joe here. has... Oh, I'm so sorry about the dog, people. Joe has told me for years he loves my cheeseburger nipples. <laughs> and my areola is very social and it's always sneaking out. It is sneaking out. We've been calling it a social areola for the whole 12 years that I've known you. Yes. And everybody could attest to this. Every time we have a, an event... Prior to me getting on the show, on the show, I am surgically taping my breasts up. Yes. They they look high in an outfit, or, or some of you have told me they don't look high enough, <laughs> that they're very hangy. Uh, it's very ball in a sock-like, very upsetting. It's very hard for me to get dressed. I'm a 34 double D plus, and it's, it's been difficult, and it hurts my back. I have deep yeah. grooves in my shoulders, and... I said, I need a little bit of a reduction and a lift. And this doctor was like, I can make your boobs what you want them to be. So I, I had the surgery. I, I'm about to um, fillet the dog, by the way. I'm sorry. Bella, stop. My little sweet angel dog. She sprained her back too. She had a little issue. So she's on medication as well as I am. We're both on painkillers. Yeah, we're going to lay in the bed. So those of you who who are watching, but those of you who are just listening, I'm taking down my zipper. And you can see I have a great cleavage now. Hello, Natural cleavage. I'm unzipping. um, And you can see kind of blood, I hate to say it, around my nips. But in a breast reduction lift, they actually reduce the size of your areola. That's amazing. I mean, I had an areola reduction too. I mean, that's so, a whole other so thing we I have, didn't even know about. Yeah, so now we have sliders. Sliders, no cheeseburgers anymore, just little baby sliders. So now I have little baby sliders. So any of you thinking of doing that, and some people put an implant in. I did not need an implant. I don't that's want an implant. That's pretty amazing because a lot of people are taking their implants out. I mean, Chrissy Teigen just took her implants Great. out. And they Good. gave her a cake that said RIP 2006 to 2020 with her implants because she had had them, well, 14 years, obviously, and she just didn't want them anymore. And her boobs had grown after the kids and not gone back down. And That happens rough. if you have kids. And when, and when you go through menopause, i um, not in total menopause, I'm in perimenopause, but your fat redistributes. A lot of fat went to my boobs, so my boobs even got bigger. And I was like, you know what? I need to take them down a little, keep them higher. I'm still a D cup. But they just look so much better. In 24 hours, they look unbelievable. I must admit, I'm very jealous because after Nino, when I nursed him, my boobs were five times the size of his head. I have pictures that are the funniest pictures you'll ever see. I once showed my boobs to Julius Michael after I had Nino and he almost fell on the floor laughing. He'd never seen anything so tremendous. Mine are more than a 34G and they're staying that way. And it's painful. It's depressing. It is. And you have big, you'll have to eventually do yeah, the reduction lift. I can't lift. wear any clothes. So I think people sometimes underestimate like how much, you know, a, a physical change after kids or a physical change in menopause. Exactly. Like how it affects your mental state. Yes. I mean, everybody thinks, you know, when people were writing to me and they're like, Marge, don't do anything, which I'm so flattered when people are like, Marge, don't do anything. But for me to get dressed... It was, I literally, some days I'd be crying only because it would take me so much longer uh, with my business, with working on housewives, being with my friends. I'd be having to, those poor girls would be taping my boobs. I'd be sweating with my boobs. I'd be the last one getting ready. If I'm wearing an evening gown, it would be a disaster. And listen, is it the end of the world? No, I'm healthy. My breasts were healthy and everything else. It's just, it was giving me back problems. So... I was able to fix them, so I'm very grateful. And why not? And why not? I'm very grateful. I feel a lot better about myself. 
and that's what counts. That's good. And how was the surgical experience at COVID? Because I know like now is a really weird time. Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. We're doing surgery during COVID. Frontline workers, everybody's wearing a mask. Joe could not come in with me. He dropped me off wow. while I was by myself. So if anybody's having any procedures now, you have to go alone. Uh, it was at a surgery center. I drove all the way to Mar- uh, Fairfax, Virginia, which is a, a suburb of DC. I can't get my words out. It must be the drugs I'm on. Joe has to drop me off and he came back later to pick me up. We stayed in a hotel just to make sure everything was okay. And, and it was fine. But, you know, I, I thought this podcast was important to talk about this because so many women don't like to talk about the surgeries they've done to feel better. I'm not about being fake and, and plastic. And then that, that's not what it's about. It's not about being insecure or thinking you fit into a social norm or anything like that. If you want to do something to yourself and make you feel better, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. I agree. But I am also not into going over the top and thinking you have to fix every little thing. I like things that make people unique as well. Yeah. I actually like women with a prominent nose. I mean, if your nose is horrible and and it totally distracts from your look, your face, that's fine. I don't think everybody should be homogenous and look identical. I mean, everybody wants to look like a Kardashian. I don't. I mean, they're stunning, but I don't agree with it. Well, they're stunning, but they don't look like they did on season one of Kardashians. No, I don't want to. I want to look like myself, but refreshed, not tired, just better. You know how I used to look when I was a little younger. You want to just turn back the hands of time a little. And I I don't think people should be upset about it. Uh, Just another example is Kyle Richards had done her teeth. Yes. With Dr. Appa. That really, she was always insecure about her smile. Mm -hmm. That's what she had said. She never showed her teeth. I always liked my teeth. Yeah. They were great, but I, but I had a crossbite. I actually had a physical crossbite, which was a problem. And as you get older, people, I, I don't, not everybody, but a lot of people, my smile was getting narrower. That's a, yeah. that's a physical thing. It was getting narrower, so it wasn't as wide. When I went to the dentist, he was like, you have a crossbite. I, I had braces when I was younger. I couldn't correct it. So I went to Kyle Richards. Uh, she was the first one to, um, I guess, in the Bravo Liberty world use Dr. Appa. He's amazing. He and, really is amazing. And he did veneers on my top teeth. I used him. Reza has used him. Dolores yeah. has used him. And he really does give you a beautiful, natural smile. That, you know, that did puff up my lips, though. It made, yeah. because my smile got wider, which I, I love. So I, I've definitely done some things to enhance the yeah. way I look just to feel good. But everything I had, I always had an underlying condition. I had a crossbite. Yeah. My boobs, way too heavy, had to be reduced a little and lifted. That's a fact. And and the facelift, I looked like I was picking potatoes. That's a fact. <laughs> I had too, when I was young, I had too much sun. And, and the elasticity of my skin wasn't great. But at this point, I, I mean, I'm done. I, what else? I can't Good. be doing anything. I mean, anything. listen, and, and, uh, that's a word. Butthole reduction? I don't know. What's left at this yeah, point? Yeah, butthole reduction? No. 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 And, and I don't want to fill my face with fillers. And I think everybody... Comes out of the woodwork, says you guys have had too much plastic surgery, everything else. People who are, you know, uh, in the public eye, of course, get a, got a lot of lip, get a lot of lip from people and everything else. But there's a lot of natural beauties out there, but everybody ages. Yeah, well, also, I have a real problem with the peanut gallery in life these days. So, you know, social media, anyone who's in the public eye and is brave enough to share that, that personal life, that private life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their looks, 
just because you share your life doesn't mean you put it out there for the world's commentary. And unfortunately, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you age without taking care of yourself, then you look disgusting, you're too old, you should have some work done. But if you do take care of yourself, oh, what a vain bitch, all she does is do surgery, she doesn't look like she did before. You know, sometimes I just want to say to people, fuck off. No, I agree. There has to be a happy medium. I think you can't please everybody. I think 98% of the people are very sweet. There's the yeah. 2% of people who love to sling the insults. I like to be very supportive of everybody. Even when people insult me, I always try and come back with someone nice, something yes, nice to say. I, I don't want to insult people. I um, love to I insult like, people. <laughs> I lo- Listen, I like mm-hmm. an honest opinion. I take yes. everybody's opinion and see what they think. But no one lives in anybody's body and mm-hmm. no one knows what how anybody really feels. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I still want to look like my baby pictures. I still want to look like when I was younger. I don't want my, my family to look at me and like, I don't want to look anything like my former self. I, You know, I always do crack up when I see people and then they have kids and their kids look nothing like them because they had so much work done. <laughs> you know, that that's always a classic. Thank God Nino looks more like Brian than me. He got Brian's eyelashes because mine come from CVS. He got that's Brian's so funny. skin color. He got a nice tan this weekend. I look like a lobster because I burn even though I had factor 50 sunscreen. Yeah, I'm just going with the lobotomy. So if there's anyone with a fabulous body out there that would like to donate it to the medical purposes of me getting a new one, I'll just put my brain in because I have too much work to do at this point. I no, you look great. You look great. You I, have the Lexi, you always had the best legs. I know. I find it so refreshing as well, though, to see celebrities. Like, I watched Kelly Clarkson, uh, her afternoon show yesterday. I never watched it before. She interviewed Ricky Gervais. It was a great interview. And she did her Zoom with not a stitch of makeup on and her hair down. And you know what? It was super refreshing because she, she brings it when she's on The Voice. She has fabulous eye makeup. She dresses up. She has those habits. But to see it just at home on the Zoom, it was like really refreshing to see someone like that. I love it. I think during COVID, I have changed my perspective. I like being without makeup. I don't have eyelash extensions anymore. I think you can see my eyes better. Yeah. Personally, that you could see the color of my eyes. I feel like... I don't need all that heavy makeup all the time. I was so used to wearing heavy makeup all the time. I think COVID, um, I hope the world's a kinder and gentler place. I think feel like it yet. I know. Everything on the outside is really upsetting and disarray, which is very painful. And people attacking each other. And, of course, we're behind, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter. We're behind every, you know every marginalized group because I can't have that. No. You know, we're very big in the LGBTQ community and that is so, so upsetting. But the good things to come out of COVID are, I hope for people are, they got to spend times with their families. Yes. And form bonds that they didn't get to before. I know we did. We got to be together. My my kids were home. Some of my Some of my kids were home. I got to eat family dinners. I got to get a perspective on what's really important in life. And, mm-hmm. I, and I hope some people really did get to, to do that. Yeah. I think it was the, the worst of times, but hopefully some of those family moments we could cherish as some of the best of times. Yes. You know? And I think it's going to teach us to pivot. I, listen, my business took a horrible hit. People, people aren't shopping the way they used to. People aren't out in the stores. 
poor local restaurants that I would bring, you know, I'm trying to bring in from. A lot of businesses took hits and it's going to take a while for us to recover. So I just hope everybody could be better to each other and, and see that and, and really band together as opposed to separate. And that's not what I want. And I, Listen, if someone's not wearing a mask, I don't want anybody screaming in their face. No, it's funny. I was talking about this last night with someone because someone in my building that I ran into refuses to wear a mask in the building. And I like to wear my mask in the building because I, my husband works in a hospital. So I hear the horror stories. So I fully understand. But I think people that haven't directly seen just how bad it is on those front lines or heard those stories, sometimes don't understand it, but it still doesn't mean we should be mean to each other and yell at each other. No, I don't think we should yell at each other. I think it's, it's a time to educate people and speak to them with respect. And, and it's a teachable moment. And I think I'm not like you and I've said, we're not into this cancel culture because then there's no teachable moments. I agree. And the cancel culture is getting truthfully out of hand. Because we really need to learn from history, learn from the past, and acknowledge the awful, tragic, disgusting, vile mistakes that have been made so we can move forward. Listen, I still don't think it's good to have a Confederate flag on it. No, flag. that's that horrible. Like, that's I'm the not most, saying that's, like, no, no Confederate flags I'm not whatsoever. Saying, that's you know, disgusting. Like, memorialize disgusting humans. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I do think we need to be careful that we don't, like, cancel people completely yet from life. We give people a chance to apologize. Yes, people who have made mistakes should be allowed to apologize. And we just don't punish them Listen, I'm not talking about cops, you know, bad cops who killed people. That's not what we're talking about. No, no. We're talking about generally good people who have made mistakes in the a past. Misstep. A misstep 12 years ago. Um, you should know you should be held accountable. You should accept that what you've done is wrong. Yes. You should be allowed a, a chance to apologize and prove your behavior and different. Prove, yes, and prove your behavior different. But you must help hold yourself accountable. I agree. I agree. And I think, you know, there's a lot of teachable moments when people make mistakes, but people aren't going to learn if you just like cut them to the core and, you know, abolish them. And and I'm talking, you know, I could even talk about Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. There there was a thing that came up during COVID actually where, you know, a long time ago, he did a sketch of Chris Rock. Um, and he was in blackface, which obviously is totally unacceptable. Yes, which is but, no one should be in blackface. But We're, it was twenty not. years ago. And, yes, and, and times were different then, and it was not acceptable. No, We're not, not acceptable. saying it's acceptable under any circumstance. But Jimmy Fallon has proven himself to be a good person, to be an ally. He he was apologetic, but you know some people are calling for him to be canceled and things, and and I don't think that's acceptable. I think it's a teachable moment. Yeah, and. And showing that people have made mistakes in the past and things have been made mistakes. Listen, Prince Harry dressed up on Halloween in a Nazi costume. That was a stupid move. Yeah, how crazy is that? that that's disgusting. It's a stupid move. But, you know, at the end but of the day... But that doesn't mean Prince Harry... You it know, doesn't mean he's a despicable human. He does amazing humanitarian things. Yes. He's it can't... Obviously... One mistake cannot erase all the good... That so these people do. You got to learn, and and also and we got to learn. Tell, speak out at the time. Hey, I don't like that. That was not yeah, the right thing to at do at the time. And years the later, time. when it comes up, 
it's a teachable moment. As long as these people have been good and good to the core and they're good people, it's, it's different. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's just, you know, just what I want to say because, you know, everything a lot, you know, with certain things, it's a very teachable moment. This, and, that, and that's what it is. I truly think if with what we're going through right now with COVID and, you know, the social injustices that cannot be ignored in the world, if we don't learn from this time, we truly don't deserve the world that we live in. Because I agree. this is the time that, you know, I especially look at Nino and get my eyes well up. I think to myself, Jesus Christ, what world are we giving this kid? Like, what's going to be left for him? You know, like we praise the wrong things. We cancel things we don't like. We have no acceptance. I mean, be kind, be supportive, educate people, give people second chances, be loving, treat people with respect. Like literally, I mean, I can't decide if it's social media that ruined it because now everything is videoed. So it's like, look what happened. Look what someone did. You know, it's just, it's become a quite a scary place. It is. It is quite a scary place. And it's it's very unfortunate and the kids growing up today i will feel so heartbroken these little kids will have to go to school at the best kids are so used to playing with each other and they need to be tactile and you know there's a lot of crazy things but i just want everybody who's listening to us or whatever um you know now's the time to really reassess your life yeah perfect time for caviar dreamers and and to pivot and to decide the difference you want to make in this world and what you want to do for yourself personally, what you want to do uh, for a living, uh, how, how you can help people. So there's so many different facets of your life that you could change right now. And especially while we're all still home, this is a great time to think about it. And yeah. I've had a lot of epiphanies while I'm home. Yeah. Um, one of them was to fix my boobs, but no, in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, a lot of epiphanies of how I want to conduct myself and what I'm going to have to do in my business and how I'm going to have to pivot and yeah. how people are going to be spending their money and shopping. And and I do feel like more people are going to be spending money on their homes because Definitely. God forbid this, you know, we have another pandemic. People are staying home. People are moving out of New York City in droves. Well, last night they also announced on the news that there's the first case of the bubonic plague. Oh, which, I, if you don't know what the bubonic plague is, that would be the Black Death, which we had in England. I think that comes from rats, Is though. it medieval times or something? I guess. Doesn't that come from rats? Place. Yeah. Well, they have the first case of the bubonic plague now in China. But there is a medication for that. It can be treated. But this world has gone mental. So we really have to focus on, like, I guess the changes that we personally can make, like you say, to ourselves, our surroundings, come out in support of the people we want to, you know, like lift up, like just be better people. Be better people. And now's the time to vote. So whoever you want in the White House, in the government to make changes, now is the time to vote. Yeah, do not snooze on that. Do not snooze on the voting. I'm very upset because I can't vote because I only have a green card. I'm not a citizen. Yeah, she's not a citizen yet disappointing and you know my theory is that this year you know citizenship has been delayed by president trump so that um you know because of covid my theory is a lot of immigrants probably wouldn't vote for trump so i do believe this is a tactic controversial statements made and i'm standing right behind it no i I don't like that i don't like that i don't like it i'm not gonna have time to become a citizen in time to vote which is pissed me off to be honest because well, I would like to make my vote yes, count. Yes, you need to make your vote count. And I, and 
I'll be out there voting right away. And Marge Senior, big, big voter, very political. So mm. now is the time to vote. Everybody has to... just time to educate yourself on people's policies, too. Yes. now Kanye West said he's running for president. I don't know what to say. Yeah, what's that about Kanye running? He said it before, though, so I don't think he's I really thought Kanye was a big it. Trump supporter. Well, he was. He's done some... I mean, someone posted this week, um, someone I follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's Jason Flum, who is amazing. He has helped people that were wrongly accused get out of jail. He's a really socially responsible human, and I love him. He posted some of the things Kanye's done over his career, which were despicable. So I think we need to really be look at the policies of the people we vote in and not just take it that we could assume they would do the right thing when they get in power. Exactly. And I am definitely not voting for Kanye. No. I mean, me I just, I mean, could you just imagine Kim Kardashian, the first lady, Jesus? I mean, she'd be stunning, but that's about it. Yeah, no. Definitely. We don't need a reality series in the White House. No, we need, I, I, that's another thing that's really come to light, I think, in COVID, that we, everyone should stick to their lane. Like, Entertain- the entertainment industry is amazing, and I am so happy we have such a rich entertainment industry in this country. But that's what it should be, entertainment. Like you're right. I don't think you're running for president. No, no, no. I I would not be running for president. You're gonna let someone who's been learned. Is that the word? Learned? Yes. Obviously, learned. I'm not learned. I don't even know the word. For yes, learned. it's learned. Someone who has been learned in politics to go into the White House, someone who spent their career perfecting the craft of politics so they know how to make political decisions. Exactly. I think a good businessman could be in the White House, someone who's also a good business person. I love Bloomberg. That didn't go well. No, did not go well. But I don't think a celebrity... No. um, I think celebrities... in the White House. Though Ronald Reagan was an actor. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. But I wasn't... um, in this country at that time, so I'm not going to be honest. I don't know a lot about his Have presidency. Ooh, ooh, I just got a little pain from my surgery. Oh, oh, I don't like that. No, a little crazy. Sorry, sorry. Had to take a little. Ooh, That's okay. Ooh, movement. Oof, oof. But anyway, yes. So we're going to have to vote. The world is changing. Caviar dreamers. I'm counting on you guys to make big changes and come up with some great ideas. Yeah. We need to see some positive change, and we're all responsible. I think now is the time that you can't pass this off on anyone else. Well, I was busy. I forgot to vote, and then complain when you don't like what's going on. We all have to take matters into our own hands and make changes. Exactly. Well, I just appreciate you, and um, here comes Joe, and we're just uh, from the bed, and... I felt it was necessary to talk about my little surgeries since that's, you know, what I've been gearing up doing. Yeah. And having serious life discussion about COVID, about everybody's glow up. About a little bit of politics. A little bit of politics. Just, you know, general stuff that's been going on. A little bit about the future. And Caviar Dreamers, keep dreaming. Next week, we'll have one of you on again. And we'll have fabulous guests again next week. This week, we're just doing a little light, raw, honest talk. Yes, raw, honest talk. But I think I need for everybody to ask me some questions. So I am yeah. going to put that up on my thing. Ask me this, ask me this, ask me this. Yeah, let's ask on the my Marge stories. some questions. Ask the Marge some questions. All right, love you all, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming. Love you guys. Keep dreaming. Keep Thank dreaming. Thank you so much for all your support and for keeping listening and subscribing on YouTube and on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast fix. We really do appreciate it taking this journey with you guys. Bye. Bye.